Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Coming to you live from the piercing stand. It's Rob has a podcast. And now here's the guy who's the king of the porta potty. I am Rob Sesternino. Hello, everybody. That was potty with D's. Okay. Uh, Uh, Big Brother 24 is here. Oh my God. We're back. All right, ready to talk about it. Uh, excited uh, to hear how this goes as uh, 16 new house guests arrived at the Big Brother house and uh, they were slimed, they were tested, and we have our first HOH and a backstage boss and much more. And here to talk about it, a great panel. Of course, uh, here with us first, uh, the voice of the people is here. It's Melissa Denny. Melissa, how are you tonight? I am doing great. I'm so excited to start the new season. I, uh, yeah, it is basically about what I expected. I feel like lately we've been having these like long drawn out, like first, uh, episode competitions. I personally don't care to watch competitions. I'd much prefer to see the house guests interacting with each other, but I feel like we've come to expect this. So I thought that it was going to go about this way. So yeah. Okay. All right. Of course, uh, (laughs) Here to talk about everything tonight, of course, my co-host for the Nothing But Netflix podcast. Chappelle is here. Chappelle, how are you? Rob, I'm a bit whelmed. I'm not going to lie to you. Feeling whelmed. Um, Yeah. I, I think, and I think I'm the problem. I think I'm the drama here. I think for me, 
the anticipation of like Big Brother, it just builds up so much. And I get so excited about the cast and then they make us wait until the day before. And then it's all like all the drama and stuff and that little short preseason we had, like 13 hours of preseason. And then the show happens and I'm just like, oh yeah, I forgot we do this on episode one. I, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I forgot we spend the entire time watching them compete. That's that's fun. And so I am happy that Big Brother is back, but I am ready to get down into the nitty gritty sure. and really start talking about why we like the show. Because this was just like teaser, you know, mm-hmm. um, we got action on uh, on the horizon. Just not today. OK, well, let's find out if uh, what we got here tonight was worth it. The trade off is then we'll have night one feeds. Let's find out from our chief Big Brother correspondent, Taryn Armstrong. Taryn, how are you? I'm great, Rob. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a look, the premiere, it's it's not the real, the real premiere is when the feeds start uh, in in how many hours? Like three, three. two, two and a half. Uh, that's, that's when the season really starts in earnest. That's when we're really going to be excited. What, unfortunately, what happened is uh, we, we gave out backstage passes to <laughs> Melissa and Chappelle uh, and they had to come on the the fake premiere podcast. Okay, all right. Well, you have backstage passes. Okay, so that means uh, you're not safe. You can't be nominated though. And then people are going to also vote. You getting all this? Uh, uh, maybe yes. I I think so. So it's a bit, a bad slash good thing. Or? Mm-hmm. It's right. good to be backstage boss. It's bad. Okay. Not to to be a different be backstage, backstage person. Stage. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, if you're backstage and you're not the boss, <laughs> okay. you're in trouble. That's okay. not good. Got it. Yeah. All right, chat. I'm going to need you to vote between Melissa and Chappelle. Who's going to be safe? No, oh, no, 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 please. Just, just yeah, I'm not break surviving it to me right this now. I'm I'll leaving. tell you that. <laughs> I, no, no, break it to me now. I'm leaving. Melissa's the voice of the people. You know what? Let's I'm, just both leave. You know, you know that's, what? That's we can fine. go. We'll we go. can go. Okay. Mm-hmm. You I'm sorry, but you're fun. not allowed out of backstage. I don't think that's <laughs> sorry, how it works. No. Sorry. Okay. Just uh, here we are uh, live on Wednesday night uh, that we are kicking off our Big Brother coverage. We'll have episode recaps after every episode of a Big Big Brother 24 this season and tomorrow morning uh, starting at 11 a.m. Taryn Armstrong is going to kick off the daily live feed coverage of Big Brother 24. So uh, make sure you are in the right place. If you are joining us uh, for the first time or here back at the start of the season, make sure you subscribe to Rob is a podcast. You can catch all of our Big Brother podcasts when you subscribe for free. Go to Rob is a website dot com slash BB 24 to get the links to subscribe to Rob is podcast on Apple podcast. Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. That's at robisawebsite.com slash BB24. And uh, later on in the show, uh, we'll tell you about some of the stuff we are doing for our patrons uh, for this season of A Big Brother. And we have a great offer for an annual membership for the patrons. Uh, but more on that later. Okay. Um, so we got our we got our premiere. And uh, really, we've been doing these live uh, premieres uh, for the last three seasons. Yes, yes, we get the night one feeds. But Melissa, do you miss the old format of the Big Brother premiere? It 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 is lacking, I would say. I think like it's it's certainly a trade off. I mean, I really, really appreciate the night one feeds. So I don't want to sit there and be like, Oh no, give us back the original premiere. But I have to say, as a premiere episode goes, I like the old format better just because 
I like to see the interactions. I like to see like the diary rooms where they're like, okay, so I see this big buff guy and I'm really scared, you know, like just so that we can get a vibe check for like, oh, this guy wants to work with the guys. This girl wants, you know, to like have a showmance, you know, whatever. And I, and I think like it to have like, and, and and even like those little intercut diary room sessions that were like talking about the house or like having Daniel cry, like I did appreciate that. So it made me miss having you know at least some sort of understanding of what they're thinking um, going into it. And and to be honest, I don't like the competitions anyway. I never pay attention to them. I'm just like yeah yeah who wins. Um, so I, I, it kind of loses my interest. I'll say, but. I, I really do like the night one feeds, so I don't want to sit there and say and be too harsh on it because I really want them to keep that. Okay. All right. That was very measured, Melissa. Yes. Well, yeah, I'm trying to be because I really don't want that. I mean, look, not why am I? I don't even care. They don't listen to me. They don't care. Like, what am I, what am I saying? Like, they're going to watch this podcast and be like, oh, God, well. They didn't like it, so you yeah. know, cut the night one you feeds. Say, you say right that now, but yeah, when, when Alison Grodner stops with the night one feeds, she's going to be like, well, Melissa Denny, voice of the people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I got to go with it. I got to yeah. go with it. So, people. yeah, no, I mean, I think also I I feel like I've just lowered my expectations so much okay. for these career episodes that I'm just... Well, I don't care anymore. All right. Did you lower your expectations uh, e- enough for exploding porta potties? I think it's I think it is extremely not cool to dress them up in their finest mm-hmm. and then splatter them with paint with no regard for feathers or accoutrements that are on mm-hmm. their outfits. So, I think they could have given them a little cover. Or something, that or kind of kept it up to the face, or something. I don't know, but I just felt so bad for them, especially um, Jasmine with her feathered ensemble. I mean, there's no way they're getting that paint out. All right, I, I got to jump in here. I, I first of all, the old format of the premieres was also terrible. Uh, it was like 40 minutes of intros, okay, and then uh, like five minute scene of them introducing themselves, and then another like 15 minutes of competition. And it was just as bad, in my opinion. And this is messy. It's weird and it's awkward and it's boring at times. But like that's Big Brother to me. I'm okay with the awkwardness. I'm okay with the weirdness. Um, and I loved that they messed up their clothes. Um, I oh. thought it, I thought it, I thought it added, I thought the porta potty segment of the episode was the best part of the premiere. The highlight. Uh, yes. The highlight of the premiere. Um, at, and now, cause, cause don't get me wrong. When I, when I saw them go into the porta potty and I started hearing the voice of the questions, uh, I was like, oh my God, I can never admit to watching the show ever again. Um, because I mean, imagine being a first time viewer and yes. seeing this, this, like, I mean, you well, would not think. You wouldn't even know what was going on because it would literally just be like, oh, so this is like kind of like Wipeout or something where you're just watching a bunch of people like compete and like silly things <laughs> to make them that. look stupid. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's like you, you don't get the sense that this is like a competition show at all. Like in terms of strategy, you think it's like, OK, well, they just do these small little competitions and then somebody wins the week and that's that. Like you, it doesn't give you a good 
like idea of what Big Brother is at all to me. Um, so that's partly well, why I like the old format. Well, like, yeah. I know, whatever. It's like well, well, the old sex, old format, but, maybe. But like for years, it was still it was pretty lame in my eyes. But like I, I'm listening to the voices go like talking about number. I went number two. I need to go number one. Uh, and I was I like, need to go number this, one and number two. And at this point in time, they're wearing goggles, and I am fully, fully expecting that slime to not be blue. <laughs> you know what I'm talking You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like no, that's what I, I thought that's where we were going and I was about to have to yeah. I was going to shut my stream down. I was going to say I'm not packing it up. No more big brother. Yeah. So I feel like that inside the porta potty is like there I think there's blue stuff at the bottom of the porta potty. Like oh, I feel it's like, like the blue yeah, cleaning. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it's the stuff that we're yeah. giving them too much credit. I think they were just like, let's just Right. That would have been a choice uh to go, have like some sort of like uh you know um explosive gastrointestinal distress. <laughs> oh, you mean shit. <laughs> I don't know if that would get through standards of practices. I don't I feel like they, that would be mm-hmm. uh, yeah. a little much. This the second the second they got blued, uh, I I was I was I loved it. I was into it. I was like cuz they all were freaking out because they're in their premiere outfits and now they're acting like they cared more about that competition than any other competition they'll they'll compete in all season long. Uh, and, uh, and watching Kyle, like, be like, no, not my outfit, uh, was fantastic. Uh, Nicole completely disappearing in the, like, she just, everything went blue and she just vanished. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I loved it. Chappelle. Uh, okay. So let's say I wrap my mind around the porta potty thing. I say, and I'm explaining this to people. They say, oh, you talk about this show on a podcast? I say, yeah, you know, I'm a very serious journalist. This is what I do. Oh, what show you watch? You watch Big Brother. Yeah, well, explain to me what it is. It's, you know, I've gone from like, it's a social strategy game where like you try to outlast it. No, I don't do the whole it's Survivor, but in a house thing. I say like, you remember back in the 90s, we had like, what would you do and figure it out? And just like a bunch of Nickelodeon shows where you just like for random reasons, you get slimed and gacked and gunked and all this other stuff. That's what this is for for adults, for you know, for uh, roughly 47 year olds to 22 year olds depending on the season like that's what this is so that way everybody's expectations are as low as mine and i don't have to feel yeah. embarrassed because people love nostalgia um when i think back on this show i think of them doing similar stuff to this as well you know i i, I cannot get that image of what is it jerry getting out of that 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 yep. pool of slime Jello, with, his, th- sure. with his thong on sure yeah, like yeah burned it to my head and so this is not out of the ordinary this is just Let's just look at it different. We matured, the show did not. And so let's just go with that. So I would have preferred that everybody get slimed. Now, that's what would have pissed me yeah. off. If I'm doing the piercing and I'm like, huh, I'm clean. Mm-hmm. Like, thank God. But if I'm over there in the porta potty, yeah. I'm like, oh, no, nah, baby, you got to give me a hug or something like that because everybody's mm-hmm. getting blue if I'm blue. We all get blue. <laughs> but the cognitive dissonance that it requires to be a fan of this show because people talk about Big Brother, uh, that and and many of us included, okay, in such with so serious that this is such a uh, that this is such an important, very important, important show, and and this is a this is that they and they had almost a year to come up with. Okay, what are we doing on night one? Porta potties at festivals can get a little messy, so please. Put on your goggles. Oh, 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 
a shirt. Oh, not a line you hear often, if ever, at porta potties. I hope. Yeah, I mean, speak for yourself, Julie. <laughs> right. <laughs> Julie hasn't gone to enough festivals. So listen. Yeah. My point is the. I'm more upset about the eyebrow piercing, the face piercing thing. Okay. That is so mundane yeah. in comparison yeah. to what we know mm-hmm. for Big Brother. We watch people put piercings on their face for a, a solid three minutes. Like, just sat there like, okay. Yeah, could oh, we look, have seen off. the picture of what we were trying to copy we at nothing. any point? We got nothing. The, the, the live production of competitions is is unbelievably bad for how many years they've had to to perfect it. This from the second they introduced this competition, it was clear it was going to be terrible to watch because how are we supposed to track how many pieces of jewelry they have on their face? How do we don't even know what they're supposed to be aiming for? We can't watch all of them at the same time. So this is one of those competitions where you just have to wait and watch them finish it. Uh, and then, and then they do one that's, that's much better, much easier to watch, right? They're going to hang. All five of them are going to hang, and we just need to watch them drop one by one. Very easy to show that live. And they still screwed it up by cutting away from the five people who were hanging, and they miss the first person to drop. Like, what are you doing? It's terrible. Yeah. I. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, for the jewelry one, the only explanation I can think is that they were like, Oh, it'll be funny to see them put all the like they're yeah. gonna look silly. Like once again, just like hopefully they'll look stupid. Yeah, Chappelle, tell me, did, did anybody on the creative team have they ever been to a festival? No, they have no clue what's going on at a festival. <laughs> they, they, there were not enough. There, like there were drugs involved, but not in the competition. <laughs> clearly, uh, because somebody thought that this would be very entertaining, and I would not say that this was. I would say that this was the opposite. I mean, there was it was kind of suspenseful. I'm not gonna lie to see the like the moments of like if you were if you paid attention to the cast bios in the in the 13 hours we had, like you might ha- have people that you're rooting for or even against. So I'll give you that. Each round, I was kind of on the edge of my seat to see who won, but honestly. None of this really gave me festival vibes. I remember, remember the rave that we did, the, the Big Brother takeover when Gronk showed up. Remember all that stuff? Mm-hmm. Like that stuff was fun. This was uh less fun. But I, I can't tell if I like this theme more than I liked last last year. So last year was like uh like Atlantic City, um right in the desert, wasn't it something like that? And so I have to this say, is Palm Springs, <laughs> Atlantic City in the theme. desert. Yeah, I That's love what this theme. <laughs> I think it's. I, I think it's really fun, the festival theme. I think that there's a lot of really cool stuff they can do with it. I don't know if they will do anything cool with it, but I think that it's it's a cool vibe. I think that the house itself, like at first I was very like, what the heck is this? But then I, I saw like closer up of each individual room and I, I love the uh, living room. Very Palm Springsy, very Coachella, and I know you guys were saying like, "Well, what does Palm Springs have to do with anything?" It's Coachella. It's that's the vibe mm-hmm. at Coachella is people stay in these Palm Springs guest houses or Airbnbs mm-hmm. or whatever, and then they go to Coachella porta potties, etc. Yeah, um, but no, but like that's the vibe is like that's very Coachella, and I thought I think that the living room looks great. I think they were going for like a googie vibe in the in the dining room and the kitchen, but. I don't know if it fully lands for me. I think I'm going to have to see it a little closer. But uh, yeah, it's uh, 
it, I, I really do like the theme a lot. And I think it's much better. I mean, I'm so sick of beach. I'm so sick of under the sea or whatever. I'm so sick of like casino. So I'm very glad to see this new theme, something very different. And the house isn't too crazy. Like I, everyone knows I hate like the Big Brother Canada house where it's blinding and it's horrible. This looks more like kind of like a normal house at points. There are obviously some rooms that don't look normal, but I do think that like for the most part, it looks like a normal house. And that that's always good for me. I'm always happy to see it. Very nice on the eyes when you're watching the live feed. So uh, yeah, honestly, I, I think it's, I think it's good. Okay. Uh, let's talk about uh, the little bit of the game development uh, that we got. I guess, uh, we'll, we'll talk about the HOH, but uh, I want to talk about backstage boss and uh, what's going on here with these other nominees uh, or people that are pseudo nominees that one of them could end up what as the third nominee on eviction night, Taryn? <laughs> It's, it's unclear. So, uh, so obviously what happened is, um, Pooch became the backstage boss and then he had to choose three people to also go backstage with him. Pooch is safe from nomination and eviction. The other three, uh, are not safe from eviction. I think they might be safe from nomination, um, which would only sort of further, uh, imply that maybe one of them eventually becomes a nominee. Um, but so basically those three people, and we can talk about the choice and the people, uh, but those three people are now in a, in a fan vote to save one of them. And the terms for the voting say come eviction night, one of the three backstage pass holders will be in jeopardy of going home, which to me implies that, uh, that one of them will be in danger and, two of them will be safe, which means another one will eventually become safe. And then if there's only one that's eligible to go home, that implies again to me that perhaps they're going to be added to the nomination pool and uh, there might be a third nominee. Um, And so it might be something like one of them is safe from a vote, then two, the other two compete and the loser becomes a third nominee post veto situation. And when is the voting open until? Um, Are we voting now? It ends at 9 a.m. Pacific, July 14th. Oh, okay. Wait, so what? we have... Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. That doesn't make any sense. Okay. So what? So basically, so basically that would be uh, uh, on eviction night, the first eviction night of the season. So we're going to have like eight days to vote on this. I kind of like that. I, I, the, the, and here's why. Because now we get to see... Like we actually, we actually have some agency in who we're picking. Because if we had to just vote tonight, it would be based off of almost nothing. Mm-hmm. So now we get to see a whole week of is this person actually going to try to play the game? What they're doing? Who they're going to align with? And we can kind of try to tilt the scale in our own favor as uh, the audience. And so I'd rather that than us just voting blindly on one of these three women because it's like they didn't really get a chance to show us much. So at least now we get to say like, okay, come Tuesday. Okay. They're going to align with this person. I don't like that person. That's who I want out. So I think people should be saving their votes or was it, you could vote, I guess, 10 times a day. So I guess you could, you could vote however many times you want right now, but I mean, come the end of the week, that's when it's going to get kind of sticky. Yeah. So this, this, this voting period definitely implies that I am not correct, that it won't go down one at a time because if they, if they don't save one first, then all three of them must still be eligible for not being safe Mm -hmm. all the way up until eviction night, which means one will be saved. Two will still be vulnerable. Maybe there's some sort of, 
Uh, no, I don't, they're not going to have like a live competition, dude. Will they? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, will, I, will I, Pooch get now. to decide to save one also? Maybe. He is the uh, backstage know- boss. It's true. Uh, and, and, and she, uh, Julie said the two people will have power, right? Um, not just the HOH is mm-hmm. two people will have power. So may, maybe it is, maybe it's, maybe Pooch saves one and then the other one goes, uh, becomes a third nominee or, uh, something like that. I don't know. Okay. All right. Uh, we'll, you know, obviously have a lot more to say about that. Um, Melissa, we have not heard uh, your thoughts on the cast. Uh, Taryn and I got together and did a quick uh, preview of uh, the 16 people we thought were going into the house. Um, uh, we ended up getting the uh, late change uh, after uh, Marvin came off the board. Do you have any uh, thoughts about this cast? Um. Yeah, I mean, I am. I will say that. Uh, after seeing this episode tonight, I have different feelings on certain people than I did during the interviews. Although to be fair, we only had like one mm-hmm. set of interviews. Um, yep. but Sharon uh, Tharp I, and Mike Bloom, uh, yeah. doing a lot of work for us yesterday. Yes. I wish uh, Mike would give video interviews, but, uh, so we could get some of that, but, uh, it is nice to at least get the questions. Um, so yeah, I, I feel like, Watching them in their intro packages, a lot of them gave me very different vibes than I got um, initially. I mean, Jasmine especially yeah. certainly did not expect her to come in on a tractor, um, <laughs> yeah. so that was new. You know, um, let's why don't we, we'll go. Let's go through all of them uh, yeah. in, in the groups of four. Uh, it's because uh, otherwise this will be a very short podcast. <laughs> uh, so let's let's do that. Way. But Chappelle. Can I ask you a, a pointed question uh, early in the day uh, on your uh, amazing Twitter feed that mm-hmm. on Tuesday you yes. you posted a uh, a rather cryptic tweet. Mm. You you posted and I'm paraphrasing. Hey, trust me. Don't draft Marvin in your big brother drafts. He's not he's not going to win. Later on it? on Tuesday. Marvin was pulled from the cast of Big Brother 24. Was there something about Marvin that rubbed you the wrong way personally? Or did you have inside information that Marvin would not be lasting? Or did you have a part in this? Oh, yeah. Some people also have thought that you took Marvin out. Yeah. Mm, Well, for one, if I was going to take someone out, it would not have been Marvin. (laughs) So we're going to start there. Um, But... Listen, I cannot reveal my sources or my means of getting this information, but trust me on this one. I would listen, let's just look back at the survivor draft. I was able to oh, meme wow. Shannon and still pick yeah. the grenade and still win the draft. Like just listen, I just I do this professionally. Rob, you you hired a serious journalist. I'm yep. here to do the hard work. I knew Sharon and Mike couldn't do it. They couldn't do this one. They have to they have to protect their brands. I have no brand. I'm brandless. And so I said, let's do it. Let's just do it. Let's just, just air it out. Now, people didn't believe me. They didn't trust me. They said, he's crazy. It, it's insane. How can he say these things? It's so unfounded. But now look, Marvin's at home watching the show just like you and I, and I knew it. So, you know, that's all I have to say about that, Rob. I, I'm on the record as saying, like, it's above me. I, I, just, I just report the news. I don't make it. What I'm hearing is that Very he impressive. made a prediction and then he made sure the prediction came true. That's what I'm hearing. By any means necessary, Taryn. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I do what I have you to. You can't be proven wrong. 
I mean, at this point, who's going to tell Marvin? (laughs) 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 Ask Christy about me. I can't can't wait for Marvin's first tweet uh, when he gets home to be, uh, don't don't pick Chappelle on the podcast. (laughs) Trust Trust me. me. Trust me. He wishes. Marvin was pushed. (laughs) Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Let's go through our uh, 16 house guests that came in. Uh, The first four was... uh, Jasmine, Kyle, uh, Paloma, and Monty. Um, and uh, Melissa, as you were saying, uh, Jasmine uh, got us started here. And uh, yeah, uh, she's a, a Southern Belle. I honestly, like, I, I knew that she had an accent, but I, I really didn't expect her to have the Nicole Franzel like trailer, you know, <laughs> or, you know whatever um, thing. I, I really yeah, didn't expect that. I mm-hmm. went tractor, whatever tractor trailer. Maybe. Oh, I thought tra- yeah, yeah. Okay. The, the, tra- the trailer, like her intro video. Yeah. The trailer yeah. with the tractor, the, the trailer it, with the tractor, right. 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 Here, yeah. uh, dragging a trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It all, it all mm-hmm. comes together. Yeah. Um, it's double meaning. I'm, I got this. Um, so <laughs> yeah, no, I, I just feel like I was very surprised to see that. And then of course they flipped over being like, well, actually now I live in Atlanta and like, here's my press on nails. So I was like, okay, this makes more sense to me. I was getting that vibe initially, but, um, I, I felt like I liked her a lot more in this package than I did initially in the interviews. I felt like she was more like in it. Um, when I was watching the package versus the interviews during the interviews, I was kind of like, I don't know if she cares about this. Like, I don't know what's going on. Uh, but I, I do feel like she's in it. Um, yeah, I, I felt like, uh, the Kyle one was really weird. Um, I feel like he's harping too much on the fact that he does videos with his mom. Like, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, I just feel like it's like, He's like trying to like use his mom to like be big on TikTok. I don't really know what's going on here, but I thought you're saying his mom should be on the show, not him. No, I just think that like it's bizarre to me that he's like, yeah, I make dance videos with my mom when like I've seen a bunch of TikToks that he does by himself. So like I think he's used like playing that up like, oh, look, me and my mom, we're pals like to get like some sort of mom vote or something. I don't know. But it just feels like (laughs) it feels like he's really focused on the fact that he's like a mama's boy or something. I, I'm a little confused by yeah, it. Yeah. So, he definitely talked yeah. about it a lot. Yeah. So it was a little in much for me. Five seconds. Yeah. In like literally five seconds. And then like, mm-hmm. also like, also I'm unemployed and also I live at home. And also I don't, I don't tell people I do. It's like, I don't know. I feel like he was trying to downplay himself so much that it ended up coming across like, why do you, why are you saying all this stuff so much? Like, why is this Mm. your intro? Like, I'm sure there are other things to you than just like these negative things. I don't know. So Mm -hmm. I I was, I'm going to see what, how he does, but it did seem like he, he's really like on and very like animated and very talkative. And 
I don't know if that's going to end up grading on the house guests, um, but it, he certainly was featured a lot. Um, and his whole, like, I dance all the time and I'm going to be dancing. It's like, it, it is a lot. And maybe it's just played up for the cameras for now. And then this, once the live feeds come on or whatever, we'll realize that he's like very low key, but like, it is a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kyle did uh, teach me something, Rob, yeah. uh, which is that um, I don't understand TikTok. Oh. I don't understand TikTok. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I like you know people say that like oh he's, he's social media uh, so he's kids. I watch some of his TikTok videos and I do like gen. I feel like an old man because I'm like I don't understand what he's even saying. Yeah, in half of them, mm-hmm. I don't get what the appeal is, and like I feel like there's so many. Like the appeal of like just some of the dancing things. It's just like you're just. Well, the, he's usually like, shirtless. I think that's the that's appeal. That's the thing. It's like you have to be like hot. I, I think I get it. Like, I mean, I think it's like you have to be like really hot. Okay. And then do some simple move where you're not wearing many clothes. Like, and just making sure your hands are seen. Yeah. Because that's all that people can see anyway. So, like, it'd be like. <laughs> hands hands must be yeah. seen. Yeah, hands have to be in it. Can you I wear clothes on like, your hands, yeah, or just, do like, they have to be no closed hands? And be like, mm, like I don't know. Is that a good TikTok? Uh, no, I think you, no, I don't think, I think we're think allowed to weigh in on that. Yeah. Oh, no, okay. I think yeah. I think you nailed it. Um, okay, as far you. as like the whole strategy yeah, like, I feel of like I'm just. You just put your hands up and, and move around a little bit. Listen, I will pay money to get him to stop dancing. I don't know how much it's going to cost. I started a GoFundMe. I started a change.org <laughs> petition. You know, people are not moving on this fast enough. This is an election year for me right now. Like, I would like to make this happen for me. So, mm-hmm. please, if you all could just retweet my link, please. I, have, I, I will retweet it out after this and just be like, hey, let's just get Kyle to never TikTok again. Ever. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, he could do other things on TikTok. I'm sure he could read stuff, poetry. He could do like history lessons. Uh, I'm really tapped in into exorcism TikTok these days. He could go do oh. something like that. I just really don't want him to dance anymore. And so I know we're going to get a lot of that. And I, I, honestly, I think I should blame Chada for this. She did all the that TikTok and the stuff. TikTok. Yeah, Brittany oh, was a TikToker. And now we got oh, a professional I, TikToker. Like, I, I think. I've, I saw some of Hannah. I saw some of Shada's TikToks, and I felt like they made sense. I, I do too. For her, I mm-hmm. just think that there are other people who it don't make sense for who get popular <laughs> off of it and say, "Put me on TV. I can do this." Like I want him out of the house yeah. now, and I and I'm sure he's a nice fellow. Yeah, I just don't care to see him anymore. So <laughs> I've done this long enough to know I'm not going to yuck anybody's yum, uh, oh, and yeah. that he has a following for a reason. Oh yeah, the people, the people. Well, he is very attractive. Yes, and so we don't want to like we don't want to say he's not. He's right. very attractive. He could, he could he's got the glasses, so he looks. I mean, like to be fair, like when I watched you know, Melissa his likes initial, glasses. I mm-hmm. love the glasses. When I first saw, remember Jesse? Yeah, remember Jesse? We all remember anyway, Jesse. Anyway, anyway, Mister um, no, Spectacular. Like, no, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. From Big Brother Canada. Oh. He put on oh, the glasses and it was like all the, it was like Clark Kent turning into Superman, I swear. <laughs> anyway, so uh, anyway, yeah, I digress. Um, huh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Melissa, when I, saw, when I saw him with the glasses and he's really attractive and you're like, okay, like, and he's like, seems really sweet. Like, you're like, I, I totally get it. But I do feel like it's like playing it up too much is too much. And when he even said like, Oh, I look like a Ken doll. It was a little like, 
Okay, we're allowed to say that, but you're not allowed to say that about yourself or else it looks like a put on. I don't know. It makes it look like you're doing the glasses on purpose because you're trying to like, you know, dumb it down. And that's Those not- people that do the glasses on purpose. The people that wear glasses on purpose. Yeah. Like, Unbelievable. <laughs> you're yeah. supposed to put on glasses without knowing that it makes you attractive. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 yeah definitely. I just, listen, I can say it. I'm sure he will have a lucrative career on it's TikTok. Fine. I just don't want him on Big Brother anymore. That's mm-hmm. it. Not, like, I, look, nothing against him. <laughs> I don't understand it, but I'm impressed by it. It's he yeah. speaks another language that I don't understand, uh, and, okay. and and it, and it works for him. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll see we'll see how it translates to the Big Brother house. Yeah, I would I'm love to have that sort of following on TikTok, but I don't Same. I don't understand. Yeah, if it, I, so if, I, I if I could do that. I probably wouldn't, but I would probably think about it. Mm-hmm. The thing yeah, is, I mean, it you could do that. Yeah, no, it's not what he's doing. It doesn't <laughs> actually. It actually looks like it looks effortless, if you will. But you um, have to think of these things. When it, when it looks effortless, it, it, it means that it took a lot of work to make mm-hmm. it look effortless. I, and, and I can tell. And I can tell. Next person, please. Yeah, let's talk about Paloma, who uh, I feel like did not get a lot here either. Uh, we saw like a, you know, this, uh, the brief segment. Um, she is uh, got her real estate license, but I feel like I, I don't know a lot about Paloma. Um, I really like her. Seems nice. I really loved her. No, I loved her interviews. I really did. I thought that she um, came across as very very strategic, and I thought that she knew the game. She's a fan. Um, and then I felt like she easily kind of got along with people. I mean, obviously, we're getting just like brief snippets, but when she then was like, oh, it's VIP, and like kind of made a joke about the like getting this backstage pass, I feel like people are going to like her. Um, I just think she is like a good energy, and I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I got a good feeling about her. Maybe I'll be wrong, but... I don't know. I like her. I'm on the lookout. I'm I'm going to I'm going to see how she arranges things in the in the bedroom that she chooses because uh she she's here in San Diego and I need to see if she's going to uh, interior design my house. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Listen, I liked Paloma. I I was a big fan. I was I was rooting for Paloma throughout her her intro and I was just like, yeah, like yes, she's in the sales. That's good because, you know, you got to be able to convince people of stuff. And then she said, "Mayo is her boyfriend." And I canceled the Danny's is my boyfriend. Why? Paloma, please love yourself. <laughs> I love what Mayonnaise. Is the I no, love you don't. Mayonnaise. Stop I do. Melissa. Stop it. I do. Have you, okay, I'm sorry. Like, uh, like mayonnaise on a turkey sandwich, deviled eggs. I mean, there's so many uses for mayonnaise. There's but you ain't gotta date it. Oh, well, true, <laughs> true. Sorry, like, I'm taking mayonnaise. I can't. Exactly. Dang, mayonnaise. Mayonnaise for everybody, but it ain't but for me. Mayonnaise with glasses. <laughs> I don't mayonnaise know. with glasses. Good. <laughs> I can't do the Paloma. She had me, but like, if she when we (laughs) and Paloma is Paloma up for the vote? Uh, I I believe Pooch uh, put her in the backstage group. Does she know how damning this could be? Yeah, do do people have to vote on you based off of this? Chappelle, are you out on Paloma for the vote? It's tough. It's tough. I'm I'm not a hundred percent. I, 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 there are people who have my attention more just mm-hmm. because they did not confess their love to mayonnaise. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Look, if you, are you pro or anti mayonnaise is going to be the, the talk of the town this week as we, uh, as we get these votes in. 
Mm-hmm. Single issue voters are going to be all over it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. We're we're voting out mayonnaise and um, Kyle dancing. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, oh, yeah. and then uh, we got Monty also in uh, the first four. Uh, Monty would go on to win uh, one of the parts of the challenge, the porta the porta potty challenge himself. Personal I thought it was coach. hilarious. Yeah. Again, loved the porta potty segment. I loved the fact that Kyle was hovering over the three button the entire time waiting to press it as soon as it ended. And Monty's just sitting there. Um, and Kyle's like, almost pressed it, almost pressed it, almost pressed it. And then Monty just buzzes in right before the end. It's like, damn it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They weren't clear on the rules. They didn't say you had to wait for like a, a ding or a bell. It was just like, when I, whenever you feel like it, just yeah, buzzing. Like buzz. Yeah. At first I was like, wait, they all buzzed in really early, but, but I guess that's what you're supposed to do. I really mm-hmm. like Mon- Monty. Monty, right? That's how you say it, Monty. Yeah. Yeah. I really liked him. I liked his intro package. I felt like he was really personable and intelligent, and I feel like he's strategic. And yeah, I don't know. I I, I get good vibes from him. I think the the concern I would have for him is is honestly just like physical, you know, prowess. I guess people being like intimidated. I don't know, but I, I do really like him. Yeah, the thing about Monty for me is that he seems like the kind of guy that wouldn't wear glasses on purpose. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and does. probably wouldn't date mayonnaise. We would not date mayonnaise. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, so. that's a negative in my mm-hmm. book. Yeah. Mm. As far as uh, like, okay, um, Monty is, uh, you know, uh, looks like that he could do well in the challenges. Uh, is that a reason, Taryn, that people actually do get eliminated from uh, Big Brother in the modern era? Like, I know, like, okay, Christian last season, like, was winning challenges. But if you just look like you could win challenges, uh, is that enough to send somebody home? No. Um, in fact, I would say looking like you will win challenges or even winning challenges makes you more likely to be included in groups, uh, because people want you to be on their side. Um, and then if you keep winning challenges and you're not in the core group, AKA Christian, that's when you can get in trouble. But the real danger is when you look like you're an outsider and you win challenges and you're not included in groups and people see you as a threat that's outside Mm. of their group. Um, and so getting, being able to win some challenges early to establish that you're a competitor yeah. so that you can be included in groups is great. But if you're already outside of the group and you start winning challenges, you start seeming like a threat. That's when you get targeted for being a threat. He did win the porta potty challenge. He did yeah. win the porta potty <laughs> challenge. So good for Monty. Physical fitness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I think Monty needs to find someone who really knows the game. I'm not getting the vibe that Monty really knows what he's talking about. A lot of them kind of just know of the game or like are familiar with a few seasons, but I, I think Monty needs to find someone who is really driving the strategy of the game because uh, per- normally the person driving the strategy is looking to get the Monty character out um, at some point. Like they don't want to go to the end with this person because they're likable and, you know, athletic. And they know at the end, they're going to be a lot of competitions. He needs to latch on to whoever that is. Cause I have not gotten the vibe that he is going to be driving strategically. Um, I could be wrong. We didn't get that much from him, but there were people who in their intro packages who really talked about the strategy and knowing the ins and outs of the, the format of the game. And I didn't get a lot of that from him. So that would be my only concern with Mati. If you go on Big Brother, you got to be thinking about what's what's the package like for me on the show. And I feel like great, great open slot for somebody. If you go on a season of Big Brother, if you're a personal trainer like Monty, yeah, yeah. 
but you're not like super into strategy, then you you team up with a with a strat maybe like a Michael, you know, a nerdy nerdy kind of guy. Uh, mm. You personal train him in physical fitness, and okay. he coaches you on strategy. And that's like a super cute segment for the show. You people, the fans will love you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll get the vote. Yeah. Yep. And you're not talking game. He's, he's just spotting me. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. that's, the, that's the trick. Like, oh, we get together. He's he's like training me and that's like our cover. But we're actually talking game. Uh, and I'm coaching him about strategy while he coaches me about fitness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's just trying to teach me how to make my abs clap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need to- <laughs> too, soon, too soon. Too soon. Oh, sorry. Okay. Uh, all right. The next four came in. Uh, Alyssa, Daniel, Taylor, and Michael. Melissa, did you get anything from Alyssa? Alyssa, Alyssa. Yeah. Melissa. Yeah. I felt, so after watching the initial videos of her, I was not keen, I guess, because I didn't really remember her videos at all. And mm-hmm. I felt like, she was giving like one word answers in like her written stuff. So I just wasn't, I wasn't getting really anything from her. Um, after her intro package, I definitely felt better about her. I feel like she actually was interested in playing and she made indications that she like originally in her interviews, she had said stuff about like, I don't, I want to just like go with the flow and I'm just going to be myself and we're just going to see what happens. And then in her intro package, it seemed like she had more there to her in terms of strategy. So I liked that. Um, her little intro to the house guest was a little bland where it's just like, I like going to the beach. It's like, well, yeah. Um, so I don't really know what to expect from her, but, uh, hopefully she surprises me. You know who seemed like they were getting a lot of airtime was Alyssa from BB23. They kept showing so many commercials of her. She's trying to get payback on the cookout. What's going on? Oh I mean, she was really, I mean, they really just getting a lot of screen time. <laughs> I like did, I, did I also say Alyssa, this Alyssa is also, also designed swimwear? Did I, did, I, did I see that correctly? Hear that correctly in the I package? So. Mm-hmm. And, and, and she's a poet. As well, I believe yeah, her, that, her line of poetry was "My love is water, take a sip." I believe that was whoa. the line I read. Whoa. I think that's what she said. Hey, whoa! Don't whoa me! Whoa! Wow. I mean, whoa! Whoa! Yeah. Luckily, she didn't say "My love is mayonnaise." Oh god! Okay. Oh my god! <laughs> that um, might have been good. The one thing that stood, stood out about her intro was that uh, she said her mom has been training her for wall comps, you know, for basically her whole life. They would make them stand up on the fence line and uh, and spray them with water. Um, <laughs> Yeah, just like waterboarding said, her kids or something. Basically, like, oh, like yeah. you will be on Big Brother one day. Um, so <laughs> get so, ready yeah, for the I, wall comp. Just <laughs> casually <laughs> saying, "Yeah, my parents abused me as a child." Mm-hmm. Yeah, casual. I, I wonder how many eggs she woke up and uh, ate every morning as well. You know, while uh, <laughs> get up and do some pull ups. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, she's she's not my favorite. Uh, she's giving me uh, Angela Rummins vibes, and mm. so uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the vote. Uh, is interesting this week when it comes to her being a potential, you know, uh, America's vote okay. uh, nominee. Yeah, she's in the mix also. Uh, let's talk about the, the person that is our new HOH. It's Daniel, the Elvis impersonator. Mm. 
I really liked him. I loved in the DR when he was crying about being in the DR. I mean, I feel like I would do the same. So I totally, it made me really, you know, understand how much he cares about this game. He says he's been trying to get on for like 10 years. He seems really easygoing and like that he'd get along with people. I, I, I am a fan of him for sure. Um, although I do think it might be a little unfair to give like a professional drummer or whatever, like a, like a the competition puzzle. where you have to put together a drum <laughs> kit. Like, I feel like he obviously knows like, this is the kick drum. This is the snare. There's the, Listen. you know, it's like, he would know what, where everything goes. Melissa, Melissa, like, what the? Me- Melissa, not to interrupt you, but we've seen people fail at putting together puzzles that were literally <laughs> their own likeness. <laughs> seven That's piece puzzles that were their good own point. likeness like if 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 you can't look at yourself and say the head bone is connected to the neck bone is connected to the shoulders and the, and the you know I'll, like come on man um i i thought it was unfair but you know at this point a drum kit a seven piece puzzle of yourself who knows, right? I think it was it, it's anybody's game. Yeah. yeah. And to be oh, fair, when I say like a professional drummer, I don't know if that's what he's been playing in the band, but I do know that there was that image of him playing the drums that showed during his intro package saying that he plays all these different instruments and all these different things. So like, I'm sure he like understands a drum kit. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I'm with you. And my initial reaction was like, this doesn't seem fair. But then I thought about it. It was like, when has Big Brother ever been fair? So, <laughs> right. Taryn, uh, what's your reaction to our first HOH, Daniel? Um, it's interesting. So he is a, he's a fan. Uh, and so I think he probably so understands the, the, this is very true. Uh, look, I, a lot of people in, in my chat today were asking like, who, who do you think is the most likely to Frenchie it up? Um, and my answer was Turner. Uh, and I feel like Turner came close. I don't know that Daniel is a, is the Frenchie. I don't know. Um, I don't get that vibe from him. I don't think he there is a Frenchie. Yeah, I don't that know. That was that once the, in a generation. Uh, once, once in a lifetime. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, yeah, the the energy. He seems like, um, and maybe this is just sort of the musician vibe, but he seems kind of chill. Um, and I, I don't know that he's going to have that same energy. Doesn't mean he can't have hohitis or screw up in a bad way, but um, I, I don't think we're gonna get the the Frenchy vibe from him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would like to know how many times Big Brother is going to have to tell him to stop singing because his whole intro was that I'm a musician and I do music and I do music over here and I'm Elvis. And so I could just imagine like <laughs> every day we had to hear the, the the booming voice of Big Brother saying, Daniel, please shut the F up. Um, but I would be the same way. I like a good song. So I'm, I, I'm happy that Daniel will be around another week because he looks like he's going to be a fun character. There are other people who I would like to see go home. Yeah, I think that this is going to be a very smooth, and I hope I'm wrong about this. I hope that uh, people like play this clip and and make fun of me all week, and uh, I got it wrong. But I do think that this is actually going to be a very smooth first HOH uh, for Daniel. That I think he has the right temperament, as you alluded to, Taryn, to uh, be the uh, first HOH and uh, go with the flow. And, and I I think that he's actually uh, going to be able to, as a super fan, be able to really use this to launch himself into a really good position to start off the game. Yeah, yeah, definitely could be. Um, he is somebody that said in his interviews that he, uh, the people that he doesn't get along with are primarily like the macho men. Um, so, <clears throat> you know, may, maybe there's maybe there's a taste of Frenchie there, right? Uh, but, oh! <laughs> um, but <laughs> we, we, could, we could see something where obviously throughout the episode we see 
uh, all three of the winners of the, uh, the, the group competitions were guys. Um, and then, uh, the backstage boss was a, was a, was a man. And then, uh, three women were chosen to go, to go backstage. So there seems like a gender imbalance, uh, right away. However, if Daniel is less keen on gathering up all the bros, uh, we may start to see a shift, um, in power, uh, as, as he goes through his reign. But, uh, we'll see. Uh, I think the temptation being there is is always uh, a danger. Right. Uh, that You know, Big Brother, That th- I do feel like that they did attempt to address uh, some of the, uh, you know, first n- nights where we have uh, men being in all of these competitions. And I think they attempted to try to make it as random as possible and have like three. OK, this one is going to be a, a this one's going to be like a listening. This one's going to be all right, well, one physical challenge. Uh, you know, well, we're going to uh, then this one's going to be uh, like a puzzle. Uh, and of course, it ends up being all men uh, winning the challenges and then the backstage boss randomly being a guy who's going to put three women up. So um, I don't know what Big Brother can do, but uh, that I'm sure like in the production booth, uh, they were not thrilled with this outcome. Yeah, I and I I do think I I think it's hard to really I think you're right I think it's hard to really blame the competitions here I do think they were all pretty right. pretty equal mm-hmm. yeah. um, but but last uh, season Taryn with, with I believe when they when they moved in in groups of four that they stacked it where it was right uh, four four men four men four women four women which mm-hmm. ensured that there would be two men and two women right yeah. moving on from those competitions. Yeah, that definitely would have been uh, a better way to ensure more. And then, and then really just like lock in a very equal final competition, I think would have been a much better way of doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, because there's no way a girl is winning that hang on for a long time competition. Uh, I mean, well, I'll, I'll be, I'll say there's no way I would win. That. <laughs> yeah. I would have absolutely no shot. And I do feel like the clothes do have something like, have a little bit of an effect on that type of thing. Right. I mean, they're not all wearing the mm-hmm. same thing. Girls are probably like wearing dresses and stuff like that. Like if I'm wearing like nice formal clothes, like I'm not going to be able to like do really anything physical at that point. To be fair, like maybe they should assume that they're going to be doing some sort of competition the first night and maybe not dress up all nice, but you know, you obviously want to look nice for your first time on like TV. So I get it. Yeah. Okay. Um, Let's uh, talk about Taylor. Uh, now, Chappelle, I, I, what I really did not appreciate tonight was mm-hmm. Taylor coming out and blowing up my spot and telling the world how much I paid for that suit. Okay. I did not appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Rob. And, and why didn't you wear it on the podcast? <laughs> well, I'm saving it for finale night. Okay, I'll he, hold you to that. Mm-hmm. Chappelle, he 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 saw our DMs about the slime we were gonna. Mm. You know, were yeah, gonna didn't know. Yeah. Like I don't have my goggles either, so okay. Didn't okay. want to wear my diamond crusted suit. Eighteen thousand dollars for a suit is impressive. I'm not gonna lie. And she said she sold that. So I mean, if you can do that, I'm assuming that you have some uh, strong persuasive skills. Um, from what I can tell, Taylor is like the chalk pick these days mm-hmm. when people are like really hyping her up and like based on her bio, cause she was saying everything that we like as fans. She was picking our faves and picking the people who are good TV, but I'm worried about Taylor. Um, I think she comes off very strategic 
and like like game focus. Like I, like she has gamer written all over her. Like her game face is on. The way she walks up to the competitions, it's all, like she just like exudes. I'm here to win. Even when she talks about being in the pageant scene, you know, she says, "Oh, I saw Miss Universe yeah. uh, five uh, five years ago, and so decided to be in the pageant. Also, I won. So there's that. It's like okay, so." For her, I would hope that she can maybe, you know, maybe uh, like slip under the radar for a little bit because like, I mean, eventually, like once she starts talking to people, they're going to realize that she is the one who knocks. And so I'm I'm worried about her. Um, it's a good I, point. I would love for, to see her win. But man, she just like I would be so intimidated by her in the house as, as like in a game like this. It would just be like so crazy watching her put the little jewelry on her face. Even I was like, oh, she is so mad that she's not winning this. <laughs> like She is mad. That's why the jury's not staying up because she is mad. Um, so, yeah, I I am worried about her. But I mean. She would be an iconic player if she's able to make a, a good run into this season. Yeah, I mean, I, I can I can definitely see what you're talking about, especially with like the the eighteen thousand dollar dress. Uh, like the last, like if if you're a salesman, uh, or, or the last thing I want to hear from you is like, uh, yeah, like I I sold that car for fifty k, right? Like a lot. Mm. Like I don't want to hear that from you. Wait, I like uh, after the Paloma thing, I was joking about her interior designing my house. I was like, oh, and T- and Taylor's a personal uh, stylist. She can personal style me. And then she talked about the eighteen thousand dollar dress, and I was like, like even though this was just a joke, like maybe not. Maybe maybe you're gonna try and talk <laughs> me into some expensive clothes. Uh, like this isn't the best advertising for your business. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she would be good TV. Oh my god, if she like made like a Rachel Riley esque run and she's like talking trash and like just tearing the house apart, that would be amazing. But I, again, you have to be able to hide that. Big Brother is a marathon. You know, for Celebrity Big Brother, maybe you get away with something like that. But Big Brother, this is a whole, this is two and a half months going on three months of just of pacing yourself. And so I just don't want her to burn out early because that would be bad. I really hope she doesn't burn out early because I really like her. I really hope that she can like live up to the hype. Um, I loved her interviews and all the answers she was giving. I think she is a huge fan of the show and it makes me happy to see that. Um, she's a huge fan of the show and like actually like wants to win and, and knows kind of what to do to win. I just don't know. Yeah. Is she going to be able to pull it off? Are people going to recognize like, Oh yeah, she's a huge threat. We need to get her out. I don't know. Um, I will say that like her intro package tonight was a little disappointing just cause like I was so excited to see her and I had hoped that she would talk more about like her love of the game. I feel like if I didn't know that she was a fan watching this intro package, it didn't really come across that she was a fan it kind of just came across like oh she's the pageant girl you know whatever she's just here but we don't know but like we know that she actually is a fan we know that she's excited and ready to play and we'll do what it takes to win but I feel like there was just a lot of like the cliche like I'm ready for my second crown like you know Mm -hmm. so I I I don't know what they were going for with that but like I I really I'm I hope she does well. As long as she's not the player that goes around like, uh, yeah, you know those nominations? That was me. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah, worry about right. it. Uh, like, yeah. as long as she's not that, I feel like I'm very excited. I'm very excited for Taylor. Okay. Um, yeah. 
Let's talk about Michael, who I think is a pretty interesting player in the house. Uh, that uh, Michael, uh, that he is a super fan. I see that people are uh, uncovering uh, more and more of his tweets and retweets about uh, Big Brother. He uh, loves uh, the uh, uh, seemingly uh, watches the feeds. Also, uh, really into Big Brother. Tarrant, he seems to have done uh, some research. He says uh, this as a stat. Statistically, you are almost four times as likely to win if you are the first HOH than if you aren't. I have done the math on that. Okay, four times more likely to win if you're the first HOH. Yeah, so we did do a podcast uh, on that uh, a couple of years ago, um, the winning the first HOH. What kind of advantage does it give you? I don't I don't remember it being four times as likely. I think that might be uh, the math on that might be a little off. We had uh, the great uh, Christina come in and she did a a lot of very complicated math that I did not understand. Um, But there is an advantage for sure. Um, It definitely makes you more likely to win the game uh, and make it far. So. Um, you know, it's, uh, he's on the right track. Okay. All right. Um, Chappelle, you have any thoughts on Michael? Yeah. Michael's another one where I can tell people are really tapped in on Michael doing well. Um, we love a super fan, but also we're weary of super fans because we've been burned before. Um, but for Michael, Michael looks like he knows what he's talking about. Uh, even in his intro, uh, like video where he's sitting at home, he's like, "Oh, I watch Big Brother all the time." And he's watching that iconic Janelle, "Give me that key, bitch" moment. You know, like mm-hmm. that—that's that, the kind of stuff we want. We want the people to win who you feel like you have been with us in these BB streets, watching and rooting for the same people in the same moments we've been rooting for. Um, Michael also said he needed to win that HOH, but he didn't. You know, so uh, you know, it's one of those things where. You needed to do that. So I'm hoping that now that he hasn't won the HOH, he's not the backstage boss, that he knows to go and get in good with the person in power. Like w- this week is going to like really dictate what I think about Michael as a player, because now that you've identified that winning the first HOH was not yours, you have to make the next step, which is go get in whatever big alliance is about to form. Because if you don't think one is forming, you're just not in it. So I'm rooting for Michael. Um, seems like it seems like fun. So we, we should have a good time if he, if he lasts for a long time in this season. Okay. Yeah, I hope he does well. I loved uh, when he made sure not to be the first one in the house and like winked at the camera as he like let everyone else in. I mm-hmm. thought that was Classic fantastic. Mm-hmm. I'm very... Right, I hope that Kyle he well. was I the first person in the house. Yes, Correct. I think that Michael will hopefully give really good DRs. That's my hope. Um, I... I'm hopeful that he can get past that like super fan hurdle where it's like, Oh, this guy knows the game, get him out. Um, I mean, we saw Kevin do it. So I'm hopeful that we can have another, another Kevin run to the end. Um, You know, we'll have to see, but um, so far I've liked what I've seen from him. Plus he's a lawyer, which I love. So um, yeah, I'm very excited about it. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. 
Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. Let's uh, talk about uh, the next group that goes into the house. Uh, it's Nicole. It's Turner. It's Joseph. And it's Brittany. Okay. Um, how about uh, Nicole? Um, listen, any thoughts on uh, Nicole, the, uh, the former police officer turned personal chef? I would love to be in a house with her because I would love to eat the food and also learn more about cooking. Uh, think that I think like why do we not have more chefs? Like what the last one was like Chef Joe, right? Um, maybe I don't know, mm-hmm. but I would love to have a chef in the house. So they think that's fantastic. Um, I was concerned by some of her answers in the interviews because um, a lot of it was like. I just want, I'm loyal. I want to play a good, mm-hmm. like loyal, trustworthy game. That always really concerns me because it shows that they just like put loyalty above like winning, which, you know, can only get you so far. And then you kind of usually lose out. Although like Casey Clark kind of had that same vibe. Um, and maybe it will work for Nicole as well. I don't know. Um, I hope that she actually is there to play and isn't just going to like be a loyal soldier down to the end, but you know, we'll have to see. Taryn, can I ask you how much of a sense do you have on the things that people say in the preseason when people say, Oh, I'm going to be a loyal player, loyalty, integrity, but then in the actual game, I think that that might be like interesting to like research, like the stuff that people tell us in the preseason, does it actually, uh, mean anything when the games start in terms of what type of player they'll be? I think it tends to line up, um, it, it, but it, it depends on the circumstances they find themselves in. Um, and, and I think it also like it, it, it's it also is to do with their personality. Um, so like uh, if they're like all about being a team player, if they're not like um, if they're not somebody that likes to take initiative, they like to be more of a follower. That's going to hugely uh, impact like what they how they behave in the game, because it's not usually it, it's not usually about honesty and integrity like that's not very few people who have ever played the game have made a decision based on honesty and integrity uh they just make a decision that they feel is best for them that happens to coincide with that right like the safe move because it happens to be also the honest and and, and move that has lots of integrity Mm -hmm. um and so um i think like People that say they're going to play with honesty and integrity and they're not like much of a leader and they find themselves in a big group where there's somebody to call the shots, then yeah, they're probably going to be sitting there not doing much all season. Um, If it's somebody who uh, is more of like an impulsive player or somebody that likes to take charge or somebody that finds themselves outside of the majority, then we're probably going to find them uh, doing more stuff. Okay. Um, Should we talk about Turner? 
Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Dogs say yes. Uh, so uh, here's here's Turner, and uh, that that this was a kind of a surprise uh, that like the thrift store, like was this a thing yesterday? Yeah, is a thrift yeah, store we just, owner. We, we look, there was other stuff to talk buried. about. With Turner. Yeah, we didn't really. Yeah, we didn't talk about the thrift store and the van thing, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, it was definitely a thing. He owns a thrift store. Yes. Okay. And he makes art and he aligns he chakras. Rugs. Yeah. Does he make art or rugs or are the rugs the art? I think the rugs are the art. Because I thought the rugs were the art. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. surprised that he had a CBS logo because he doesn't seem to really know the show all that much at all. So I was surprised to see that. Maybe it was like during the casting process he made that. And I was like, I think it was just an eyeball and said it was the CBS logo. <laughs> He's, like, very He's like, oh, I made this CBS logo. <laughs> He's, I was uh, like, uh, yeah, they're going to ask him to remove that intellectual property. <laughs> they're going to be like, yeah, that's our yeah. trademark. You can't sell that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's been he's been watching since season 18, um, but uh, he's not great with names. Um, Maybe that's he, just what it is. Cody he just, Cal- like, doesn't know any of the names. Yeah. Cody California um, was uh, the winner of season 22. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I-, I got nothing. Uh, this is a person on the show. Um, and I would like for him to be eliminated. If not first, maybe second. Um, he almost was H O H. Yeah, and I was rooting against him. Um, I just, it's just, uh, I'm not getting like my favorite Big Brother player vibe from him. I, uh, his hair is offensive, mm-hmm. and I just can't explain why. Um, but I am offended. I feel attacked by it in a way, and which is that's a me thing. That's not a him thing. That's definitely a me thing. I'm the drama there, but it's just I need him out of the house and so i don't know how that's gonna happen but i want them to remove him so. okay all right um i, I yes. feel like i'm i'm interested to see um how he is in the house like i feel like there, he's like surrounded by so many like rumors and like problematic things i'm interested to see like how he actually is in the house i feel like big brother like the live feeds are like the ultimate decider on like or i guess like ultimate demonstration of like who you are as a person like Mm -hmm. actually like when it comes down to it so i mean obviously like tensions are always high in the big brother house and sometimes people say stuff that they like whatever regret but like i I do feel like if he is a bad person like you you will see that on the live feeds or at least like i mean eventually maybe not in the beginning but you'll certainly get a taste of like who this person actually is so it'd be interesting to see like how he is in live feeds and like trying to withhold like some judgment until then. Yeah, uh, no doubt. Uh, I actually think that he's going to be uh, fitting in well to start off. I feel like that the first like week or two of the Big Brother season is like a party. He's a, seems like a very like outgoing guy. I feel like that he's going to be very friendly, and I think that's probably going to avoid being on the block uh, here in the early going. But I think then eventually, uh, I think people are going to get very tired of him. Right. And a lot of people are making their decisions based off of like hearsay and things people said about, Mm -hmm. which is what we do here. Let's be very clear. This is what we do. Yeah. I mean, like, what else do we have? Right. Mm -hmm. But for me, it's not even that. For me, it's just, I just didn't, the cut of his jib and my jib, we just weren't jibbing together. And Mm -hmm. that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. The wrong jibs. The wrong jibs. The wrong jibs. Okay. All right. um, Let's talk a little bit about Joseph because he is not somebody uh, that we have had the chance to uh, talk about. And uh, here comes Joseph. And listen, another lawyer. 
Another lawyer. Mm-hmm. 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 I'm happy. Yeah. Uh, you got to have more lawyers. I wonder what lawyers, what they're going to say uh, or whether they're going to say that they're a lawyer or whether they're going to say that they're some other thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Get one of those Spider-Man memes going. Okay. So here comes, here comes Joseph. Uh, he works out every day, even the holidays. There's no break in working out for Joseph. Good for him. Mm-hmm. I think like I... I'm a little confused, though, as to, like, what he's doing on the show, because it doesn't seem like, I mean, he seems like a very nice guy. Don't get me wrong. But, like, it seems like he, like, has his stuff together, like, professionally. And, like, he also, like, does a lot of charity work and is, like, very keen on, like, having that image of, like, you know, helping people and which is great. And I'm all for that. But it does seem like. I'm a little worried. Like, I mean, don't you yeah. know that you go on Big Brother and get your reputation totally tarnished? Well, like, I don't, if he's not a fan of the show, like, I yeah. don't know what he's Well, I think you're answering, you're answering your own question. He's not a fan of the show, so he doesn't know to not go on the show. Yeah, yeah so. Maybe that's, mm-hmm. I think, yeah, maybe he is just trying to, like, promote, like, well, his charity work and everything, like, and, I, and thinking that this could be a good platform for him. And turns out, like, this is, like, the worst platform if you're trying to, like, do anything. So he did uh, talk. He volunteered about how uh, if romance is going to come his way, it's possible. Is he a holdover from the Love Island era of CBS casting? Did they have the name on file? Yeah. It's like, well, we're not doing Love Island anymore. How uh, How about Big Brother? I mean, let's not forget, he was an alternate. So he was not selected. Mm -hmm. Um he did not get the call. So mm-hmm. all of this is like, uh, okay, who can we get right now? We do have Joseph. I mean, I'm happy that they picked Joseph because um, uh, we don't get a lot of Asian representation on the show. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. it's kind of like, oh, okay, cool. It'd be nice, you know, because they, they said diversity and, are, and heard black. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, CBS, like there are other people you can include as well. It's fine. Um, and so I'm happy, but I agree. I think he's too nice for this show. Uh, yeah, I'm worried he's too nice. Like, I'm worried yeah. he doesn't have, like, the, the fight in him to win. I mean, I hope yeah. I'm proved wrong because, like, I do I do like him. As, it seems like he has a good personality in terms of, like, a kind heart. But I'm worried mm-hmm. about Big Brother for that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very and few people are too nice for Big Brother. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about that. <laughs> okay. uh, but I think he's uh, – he has been hella boring. Uh, in the, the the little preseason press that we got, I mean, the, the short clips and, you know, uh, this episode, I have not moved. So I'm hoping maybe somebody inserts some drama into his life. I mean, that will make it difficult for him on the show. But honestly, I want him to be good TV as well. We want to be able to stand these characters and the boring ones. They don't do nothing for me. So mm-hmm. I'm rooting for Joseph. Um, but um, I just really want him to spice things up. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's a really uh, small sweet spot uh, for uh, like uh, where too boring and then also too exciting uh, that we're really like uh, it's 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 tough to stick that landing. It's a very, yeah, it's a, yeah. It's a middle ground. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Maybe somebody will be a able to do window. it. Yeah. OK. And then let's talk about Brittany, who uh, I, I've been very excited to watch in this season. Um, we got the uh, the hypnotherapist. And, you know, the thing about like for a uh, professional person coming on to Big Brother, um, you know, you, that as a fan of the show, it's like, oh, OK, uh, that uh, Big Brother is just going to uh, really just trivialize uh this profession that i've spent my professional career working on aren't they like 
uh th- like, yes Rob. yes yeah yes <laughs> yeah uh yes, like uh, this will be a, this will be a big joke uh and then um also the other thing that i feel like that we didn't uh get from her yesterday at least i missed it was that uh she is a uh competitive um uh, what what is it? That is uh, belly the dan- belly, competitive belly dancer. I want to say hula belly dancer. Um, competitive uh, belly dancer. Yeah. Yes. One of my grandmas used to be a competitive belly dancer. So oh wow! I feel like I'm in the know. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. Taught, I went to a class with her once. Yes, okay. I get it. I get it. Um, no, I really, I think Brittany is very interesting. Um, I love that she's a season one viewer, just like me. I feel a special kinship to her um, in that way. But I I feel I'm worried about her fitting in. I hope that she can fit in. Um, but she is like kind of, it seems like she's a little much. Um, but I don't know. Maybe that was just like her playing it up for the you know, intro videos and all that sort of stuff. But I am excited to see what she does. She seems to at least like very much care about the strategy of the game. Um, she has that notebook um, and she's said yeah. that she's like been over a bunch of strategy things. So yeah, I, I am, uh, you know, I, I'm excited to see what she can do. Where are the still shots of Brittany's notebook, Twitter? I saw Trust one. Your gut. Yeah. I saw one who had posted it. It said that she had said, uh, Hypnotize the other house guests and yourself. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, and okay. so, oh, so she, was like she that. giving herself advice or was she writing down taglines? Because I think she was, I well, it could have been either, but I do think she was giving herself advice. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I really like uh, Hoops, uh, Brittany Hoops. That's her name. I like. I think I think we should call her Hoops. I think that's a cool name. But uh, <laughs> Good like, nickname. I, I, I like I like her a lot because. When the wacky character goes far into the game, I think you get some good action. Um, Is that, um, was it Christy, the one who knew Tommy? I mean, you know, whatever, in that one season. Like, she went far, and she was incredible television. And, like, say what you want about that season. She was one of the driving factors of, like, why it was, uh, why it is watchable at times. Um, And so... Yeah, give me somebody wacky um, like Brittany who knows the game. Uh, I think I think Christy had a really good eye for the game, and I think that if Brittany has this notebook, she can she's knowledgeable enough to do well. Uh, but the way she presented her notebook and the way um, Michael presented their notebooks are two different ways. Michael's like, I wrote down all of this stuff so I can prepare for the game. Brittany said, I wrote down all this stuff of things I want to try while in the house. That's not the same. That is not the same. This is like, oh, yeah, I've been working on these strategies. They're they're not tested. But, you know, like, I just feel like this is the time to work them out. Yeah. Right. This is not the time for you to go in and have a funeral week one. Yeah. Like, she's like, I think I'm going to do Right. She's just like, come up with all this stuff already because she's so ready to play the game. So I understand that. Like, it's probably like you have a, a list of things you want to do. You probably want to be a part of like a split house or a house meeting and all this other stuff. But to have a binder of that and be like, these are the things I want to accomplish while in the house. I just want you to win. Just try to win. That's all we want. And we want good TV. Yeah, whatever want- it takes. Yeah, but like, don't be in there just uh, squandering your game because you want to want it this this time. You know, you're just like, ah, I think I kind of want to fold myself out and see if I can get back in. Like, no, I don't want that. So that's the reason why I'm kind of taking back on Britney. But if I have to vote today, I'm voting for Britney to save Britney because 
you could see the intensity in her eyes in every still shot of uh, the preseason that she wants to be there. And so I support that. Mm -hmm. I I definitely would be worried for Brittany's safety. Um, She's basically the only person that was actively chosen to go backstage uh, because there wasn't a first one out of the jewelry challenge. Um, And I don't think that was accidental. Um, I think that uh, just the vibes she was giving, you know, she ended up being the person that Pooch uh, picked. Um, And so if that's going to maintain uh, its course, then I think she might be an early outcast, especially now that she is uh, backstage and has no vote um, and could be potentially in danger. So winning a fan vote would definitely help counteract that. Um, But since the thing is open until Thursday, uh, she'll have to prove herself on the feeds, I imagine. Okay. All right. uh, Let's talk about the last four and talk about... um, one of my favorites. Uh, here's Terrence. He is a bus driver, but Chappelle, this operator. was... Uh, yeah, okay, sorry, bus operator. Uh, the big news we got is that Terrence is also... has uh, That he moonlights as DJ Showtime, Chicago's hottest karaoke DJ. Yeah, it was one of those moments where I was like, huh. That sounds about right. I love Uncle Terrence here. This is my guy. Um, I don't know why he's here. I don't know why. Like, I love my father, and I would never let him do something like this. So for his kids to sit there on the couch and be like, Dad, go live your dream. I'd be like, no, Dad, do not. Because this is about to get really bad. This is not smart. Um, If you like driving buses and being a DJ, Mm -hmm. this might not be the move for you because you might get out of the house and there might not be a bus for you to drive anymore. (laughs) You don't know. The Big Brother fans are ruthless. And so uh, that aside, I don't know what Terrence is doing in the house, but I want him to go as far as he can. I, you know, we know that the older guy normally goes out or the older contestants normally go out kind of early. Uh, But I'm just afraid they're just going to they're just going to run circles around him. I need to see. I really wanted to see him win this first HOH. I really wanted to see that just mm-hmm. to give him like a week of this like cushion where he can like form some bonds and be a part of something big. Because when you start to exclude people, you look for the people who don't look like everybody else. Uh, and that doesn't always mean a minority as far as like race. Sometimes it could just be your age or anything that makes you stand out. And so uh, I just I'm not Summer loving Steve his odds. 2018. <laughs> yeah, R.I.P. Steve or wherever he is. Uh, but yeah, um, I, so yeah, for me, it's hard to weigh in on Terrence because I would like to see Terrence do well, but I, I got nothing so far. So mm-hmm. fingers crossed. He has, he has kids. And does anyone else have kids? I think so. I don't remember. Hmm. I feel like I don't Maybe. feel like anyone else had kids. And no, I feel I like really that's like, yeah. kind of like the channel if someone now. else has kids, you can kind of like bond with Maybe them Brittany. on that. Yeah. Um, Brittany. Brittany, Brittany has kids? Brittany had okay. Kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, at least there's that. He doesn't four seem... Four kids. He doesn't seem old, I guess, like... With that fedora? Terms, yes, he does. Yeah, <laughs> take that damn hat the, off, Terrence. The fedora. But I, I do feel like it's it's not maybe it's not as apparent as, like, oh, this... Especially because he's not that old. As he's a like parent? something. 
I don't know. So I do think that like there is a chance that he could kind of just like connect with the other people in the house. I mean, especially with like his little like his DJ thing, like maybe he can connect with people in that way. I don't know. Um, The music thing, he's got that. And then Daniel's music. I don't know. But anyway, I'm hopeful that maybe he can find an inroad somewhere. The only thing is like, I don't know if he has the drive to win. I don't know if he has the drive. The drive to win, mm-hmm. <laughs> bus driver yeah. but, or bus operator. Sorry, the- um, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, we'll have to see how it goes. But yeah, it, it's tough. You know, when you're like the older contestant yeah, or whatever. But the producers fed him a great line. <laughs> I'm really gonna throw people under the bus, and I mean it. <laughs> yeah. Love it. I mean it. I love yeah. that. I love his DJ alter ego. It's very, it's very Duke Silver. Uh, I'm into it. <laughs> DJ Showtime. Showtime. Yeah, I, I like him. Yeah, I just really want him to take that head off. Yeah, <laughs> I want to be a karaoke DJ. I feel like that I could get in on the karaoke DJ. No, Chappelle. No. no? How do you no, karaoke no. DJ? It's Isn't like, the whole point that you choose your own karaoke songs? Yeah, it's like okay. Yeah. Uh, all right, that's gonna be all right. Let me put, <laughs> put, let me put this in the computer. Eight seven no. one four. Mm-mm. All right, no, here you go. On this one. Is he one it's of those karaoke job. DJs that, that sings? Oh, you like, tell them the song. Well, he it, like makes a, you. Makes you listen to him sing between every song. Like I've seen those DJs where they're like, yeah. "Okay, we're gonna call the next person, but first, I'm gonna do a quick, quick little number here." Freebird, right? But I think the challenge is just sort of like, "All right, come on, who's getting up here? Chappelle, Chappelle, come on! I know you want to get no. up here. You want to do a song. No, you no, want to no. do this, so Melissa, no, no. Melissa, come Stop on, it. come on! It's, you're, you're up, Melissa. This that's it's, usually it's not, me in the karaoke place trying to get. It's not all it's cracked karaoke. up to be. Yeah, it's not all it's cracked up to be. First of all, 8,000 people are going to try to sing The Climb by Miley Cyrus and it's all going to be bad, mm-hmm. number one. So that's the first problem. Then when everybody gets up there and requests the same song over and over again, you have to be the bad guy to be like, well, we can't do Don't Stop Believing because we just did Don't Stop Believing. Do you know any other Journey songs? They're like, no. <laughs> what kind of DJ is yeah. this? Like, it is a dirty job. And you also have to sit through really, really bad singing a lot. And then when you find the person who sings really well, they think it's Showtime at the damn Apollo and they want to DJ Showtime at the Apollo. Exactly. A problem because they get up there over and over and over again. Like, baby, this is not your ticket to American Idol. You're well, not going to Hollywood based off of this Chappelle, performance. Here is Terrence's ace in the hole for not going on the block this week. He knows old music and that is what Daniel does for a living. Oh, yeah. He knows every Elvis song. There are a few people who can bond on the music front. Uh, Terrence is one of them. I believe um, uh, the one with the offensive hair. um, He... Turner. Turner also plays the guitar. Mm -hmm. So I could see like a music alliance type situation happening. But I'm telling you, being a karaoke DJ is not what it's cracked up to be. Look... It's so bad. It's so bad. And people don't know when to stop. You have to like physically remove the mic from people's hands. It's just it's dirty work. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Yeah. All right. Yeah. If he can do that, maybe he is long for this game because it's tough. All right. How about Indy? I am interested to see her in the house. I feel like I don't really know much about her still. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like a lot of her um, answers in the interviews were either short or she was like, I don't really understand the question. So I don't know, like, I don't know exactly like how she's going to 
play. She seems to be like a fun person and like it seems easy to get along with. So I would hope that like that could help her. Um, but I just, I don't know if she has the strategy because it, I mean, it doesn't seem like she's like a huge fan of the show anyway. So I don't know if she like fully like yeah. understands the strategy behind. Well, big she brother. said we'll she knows a uh, big brother Brazil. Brazil. Is that the same yeah. format? Yeah. Though? Ter- ter- no. Yeah. It, it, it's okay. very, very big, very popular. Um, they get like millions and millions of votes um, for the evictions. But uh, my understanding is that it that it is it's fan vote based. So uh, if that is her understanding of Big Brother coming in, it, there, it, there could definitely be a little bit of a shock. She said she's addicted to U.S. Big Brother now. But uh, according to her interviews, she basically just watched the last season. Um, so we'll see. Yeah. And she was like, when Javier won. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was like, I like, I like the winner, of course. Javier? Xavier? Yeah. 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 I, I like her. She uh when she said, like, oh look, I'm I'm funny, but I'm funnier in Portuguese. I'm like, yes, tell them. Tell them. I that. thought that was uh, funny, yeah. Yeah. But uh again, I just she really gotta know that this is the moment to strike. You know, the first week, second week, this is kind of when things are forming in front of you. And if there's there's not like a twist, or if she's not some crazy challenge competitor, she will get left behind. So I'm hoping mm-hmm. that she is able to like really kind of just ingratiate herself into the house because I would like to see her go far. Um it she seems cool. So uh we, we shall see. And she says she likes to cook. And so and we talked about um Nicole being a personal chef, but cooking is like OG strategy in Big Brother. Like, that is some classic mm-hmm. Big Brother strategy. You be the person in the kitchen, you hear everything, you see everybody and what room they're going into for the most part, and people come to you because they want food and they don't want to vote you out because you feed them. So I think that that could be great for her, especially because Brazilian food is delicious. Okay. Let's talk about uh, Pooch. Big night for the Pooch. Big night. Big, Big Pooch night. night. Big Pooch night. <laughs> Yeah. Melissa, uh, you love pooches. I do love pooches. I don't know about this pooch, but maybe, maybe I will. Who knows? I I thought that coach um, pooch. I felt like I liked him more uh, when he was in the house. uh, And because I felt like he was kind of funny with his like hesitance to like, or like, I guess, reluctance to like do any of it and being like, Oh, thanks, Julie, I guess like not wanting this to be put in this position at this point. So I thought that was kind of funny. Um, I feel like he, I mean, I think people are going to automatically associate him with like Cody, uh, and Cody, California, Cody, Cody, California. And I feel like that's concerning because, you know, people are going to think of him as a threat, I think. I mean, especially because, oh, now he's got this power and, you know, I don't know. But he is a fan of the show. Uh, Some of his interviews, his answers in the interviews were pretty good. I liked them. I liked when he talked about Dr. Will being one of his favorites. I mean, I always love that. So it it makes me think, like, hopefully they'll play, like, a fun, entertaining game and not take it too seriously. I mean, that's the hope. Um, But, you know, I... I pointed this out on Twitter that he did kind of slip a little when he when he said like, "Hey, if someone's coming after my boys or a girl that I'm working with, <laughs> it's like okay, so like clearly you intend to like work with your boys and like mm-hmm. oh whoops, I guess maybe a girl." And then you see him pick all three girls for this like backstage pass. It is a, I mean, obviously, like he did say like, "Okay, well, I'm gonna do." I, I think 
he said, I'm going to do like people who fell, who fell first and went out first in the competition. Yeah. But, but that was convenient. Last, but then on the last opportunity, like, it's like you, you could make it fair by being like, okay, there's two women here. Like I'm going to pick a guy just to kind of even things out a little. And instead he picked another girl and it, I'm not going to say that like tells me everything, but it certainly doesn't just like disaffirm or dispute the the claim that maybe he's a bros guy. And I'm very a little concerned about that. I hope that that's not the case. I hope that it's not, I'm all about the boys and I, you know, get these girls out girls Alliance, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't know, but I'm hoping that's not it. I mean, I, I feel like we've, we really we missed the the question we needed to ask when we started the podcast, which is, uh, did Big Brother screw the pooch? Mm-hmm. Mm. No, I think they even propped him up. Yeah, yeah I mean, someone going to screw the pooch? He mm-hmm. says he's not looking for a showman's per se, but I don't think he's turning one down either. Yeah, um, but his I, mean, mom, I don't think he's exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you know. He he gives me the vibes of somebody who is used to being in charge of stuff and at a very young age. Like he's a football coach. He has his uh, master's and he has an MBA and he's getting an MBA in sports management. So he's not a follower. Um, it doesn't seem. And so I can imagine him to be a part of tr- or trying to lead some big alliance, whether it's guys or a mixture or whatever. Um, and so like this is kind of the thing that if he can't be HOH, I think this is the best case scenario for him just to have like a week where he can start to try to dig his feet in and try to build a structure um, where he can't be voted out. Um, and so I I, I kind of like that for him. I don't know if I'm rooting for him because he just seems to take himself a little too seriously. Like this is big brother. And it felt like he was in a business meeting with his mom about the show. Like mm-hmm. just go have some fun. Um, and so uh, I would hate to see him win. If he's going to have that attitude though, if he's going to be like, so like such, such a straight shooter and so boring and bland, like I don't want that. I want a good entertaining winner i don't even you don't even have to be the best i just want you to entertain me and so uh that's what i'm rooting for for uh the pooch here um i see people they're not a fan of his name i don't think this cool name like, i like pooch, you like pooch, pooch. yeah i like pooch. the name yeah mm-hmm. I, I think that's a cool name and so um I'll, I'll go with it but um i don't know the fans don't seem to be uh high on pooch right not now. feeling yeah. the pooch I, uh, I I think he made the right call. Um, first person out, uh, especially like pl- whether or not it was true. Playing up the fact, I don't e- I don't even know. I didn't even see. I don't who know was anything. The first one out. I don't know where uh, am I. Just, where what who, is this? Who, can you guys just tell me who it is? Yeah. Um, it I was really if makes anyone it. Was going to be like, oh, it wasn't me. I don't know. Right. I was now. hoping. I was hoping. <laughs> who was uh, it? <laughs> but I mean, that's by far his best call. There, uh, you don't want to be yeah. picking people oh, yeah. if you if you can't help it. And I can fully buy that he didn't realize until after he had picked Brittany. Oh crap! That's three women. Uh, yeah. Considering the fact that he probably didn't see who was out first, yeah. and he also didn't notice the giant golden chair as he went up the stairs, <laughs> uh, walked right. Right by it, like where am I going? Uh, is there some place for me to sit somewhere? Yeah, yeah, the giant golden chair <laughs> right next to you. Where? Oh, oh, the, oh, oh! I didn't see that. Uh, sit, pooch. Not the most observant. No, no, went yeah. right past yeah. it. Yeah. All right. How about Amira? Here's Amira, uh, the last person that we get introduced to. Um, get this, Amira works from home uh boy what is that like what can i relate yeah <laughs> works from home relatable so weird <laughs> did she say she worked at google 
Is that what she said? Did she? Or did she say she worked at Googie? Well, she didn't say that. But I don't know. I don't know what she said. I did she say Google? I, she said it. She said I work at something. But then I was like, oh, wait, I don't know if they would like bring up okay. Google. Like, yeah, it was Google. Yeah, was it? Okay. Mm. Well, yeah. Okay, interesting. But um, I honestly, I liked her a lot more than I did in her videos or interviews because I felt like she. Um, in her interviews, she had talked about like playing loyal, like a loyal game and like wanting to take your number one ally and not wanting to go against anyone. And then in this intro package, she was like, I'll do what it takes to win. And I was like, okay, that's what I want to see. So I liked her a lot more, um, in this intro package. Um, and you know, I, I hope that's the kind of play we get from her and not the, like, I want to play a loyal game. So we'll see. Okay. I liked her less on the show than I did in the intro package because I mean in the like bios and stuff because one of the things that stood out to me is that she really loves to travel and be on the road and to see the world and like ma'am you're locking yourself in a house with crazy people for three months that's (laughs) none of that's going to happen and if you're anything like that like if that's what you enjoy you are robbing yourself of like your primary source of happiness to go sit around people who would like nothing more than to backstab you and lie to your face. I don't think this is the house for you. I really don't. I think that you could be better off on your own, chilling on the beach, uh, working from home. But like me, I mean, you didn't need to this do is this. not the same. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You did not need to do this. So I am concerned because just like, I just could see her like week two or three being like, just vote me out. Just, it's over. Like, I, I just got to get out of this house. Like, you're, there are going to be days, whole weeks, where you don't even see the backyard for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just don't know if this is the show for you, if that's what you like. But she says she's strategic. She doesn't want them to view her strategic. So like Melissa was saying, she was saying the right things. But, mm-hmm. man, it just sounds like you are not this extroverted. This is not for you, at least not around people. Like, you might like to go out and do stuff, but I just don't see her as somebody who everyone's going to want to gravitate around and keep around. Maybe she would be somebody who gets picked off just because they're not fitting in or they're not as outgoing or they didn't talk to the HOH, you know, that excuse. Um, But I'm concerned about her. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm so surprised that she said she works at Google. I feel like there's, we have never Why? seen anybody bring up the name of the company oh, they yeah. work for in their intro package. I feel like it's either like they ha- own their own business, so they bring it up, or they're like, I'm a lawyer, or I'm this and that. Like, I feel like if I were on the show and I would be like, I work at Red Bull, Red Bull would be like, please do not mention us. We don't know her. Like, there's oh, no, I just feel like it's such a bad. Didn't Claire say she worked at Microsoft? Or am I imagining I that? I don't know. Claire said. I thought she said that in um, her. I thought she like mentioned her job like title, but then in the sh- like mm-hmm. on the live feed she mentioned she works at Microsoft, but I don't remember. So people ever are you surprised? That's a great point, though. Yeah. Are, are you surprised that CBS allowed it in there? Or are you surprised no, that I'm Google? Surprised that Google allowed it. Like I think Look, Red Bull would absolutely try to distance themselves from me. They probably would fire me if I like went on the show. Like I don't think they'd be like, "This is our employee." Let's mention. Yeah. Like, I mean, people like ruin their lives on Facebook. Well, I was about to no, say, well, yeah. all you need to do is quickly Google it, but then I realized <laughs> not if they don't want you to know. The pooch has spoken. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is one of those things where she did the exact opposite of what you want to do when you go on Big Brother. You want to hide your entire life from yeah, the FBI. Don't tell them AKA where you the work because then you put the wrong person on the block. People are going to be uh, writing to Google. 
Do you, could you imagine the phone calls Google gets about Big Brother now? All of a sudden, like, like, I like, like I'm, Google this help. Crazy. Like, could I please speak to somebody at Google HR? Right. There's a I woman that Google. works what there. Do you, yeah. What do you do help. if a Google employee is problematic on Big Brother? I'd like to <laughs> voice a complaint. Yes. How do I keep? Google. How do I put her on the block this week? What do I have to do? Yeah. I'm just like that's just the wrong tactic. That's one having a very bad user experience. Yeah, I'm just like, maybe, maybe just keep that to yourself. That's why I think she didn't know what she signed up for. Like, I know she wants to play the game, but uh, just, you, she just these are rookie mistakes. Did she say that? She did say she was, she liked the show. She said um, she's seen 23, 16, 10, and Big Brother Canada 6. So I feel like not, a fan like a fan of, not a fan. She's, she's like a fan of Nicole Fran. She's a fan of Nicole Franzel. She's heard that people don't like her in later seasons, but she liked her in 16. Okay, so she clearly like watched this show like after applying or something, Mm -hmm. or like after getting the call to like move on to like second round or whatever. Require readings. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. That that makes a lot more sense because yeah, I was very surprised. Rookie mistakes. You know, we'll see. I hope she does well. All right, those are our sixteen house guests. I feel like that um, we've talked about the different competitions uh, all, all the way through. Tara, was there any other moments from tonight that we want to highlight here? I mean, we've now gone longer than the premiere we've itself. Gone longer so. than the premiere, but that's not unusual for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As as DX would point out, if he was on this podcast, mm-hmm. um, that uh, we've gone longer than the show itself. Um, no, I mean, I f- I feel like obviously we've got these potential twists. Uh, who knows? Um, one thought I was having was. Um, given again, the fact that the vote is going to last until Thursday, um, perhaps uh, there'll be something where like, uh, because Julie also says something about like, just like being voted out might not be the end. Like, what if the person voted out has to compete against one of the backstage past people like opposite world style uh to to survive or maybe the challenge style uh to survive to stay in the game uh the winner winner stays loser is out um something like that like i, I don't know hmm yeah guess we'll see expect the unexpected uh that's that's how it goes um all right any other closing uh thoughts before we tell you uh, w- uh what else is coming up uh this week melissa or Chappelle? Uh, I'm excited for the draft. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm excited for the season. All Um, right. You know, we're here. We did it. We made it through this. uh, These last months has been difficult. And so, you know, we can complain because that's what we come here to do. But we got a good summer ahead of us. Taryn's about to take us through the live feeds. We're back, baby. Let's do it. We're back. Let me tell you, I'm about to jump on the Terrence bus. So if you, uh, you better get out of my way in that draft. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right uh let's talk about uh what's coming up uh next all right so tomorrow morning uh look for the first live feed update uh the feeds are coming up uh, about an hour from now uh and then uh in the morning taryn uh if you want to go to bed uh taryn's gonna stay up tell you about it all tomorrow morning at 11 a.m Eastern time, of course, uh, that will be live. It's very fun to come and chat along with the other viewers uh, live. Go to robertswebsite.com for that. And then, all right, here we go. On Thursday night, we will be drafting, okay? Uh, We will know our HOH and maybe who could potentially be in trouble. But 
how will that affect uh, the big draft? That's going to be on Thursday night at 8 p.m. Eastern. Melissa, are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. Okay. I'm going to win this year. I'm going to be working on the draft order all day tomorrow. Please don't trick me into doing something bad. Never, never. Okay. Uh, So join us live for that coming up on Thursday night. Uh, We will have also Challenge USA coverage. I know a lot of people in the chat are uh, talking about that. uh, People watched it, said it was great tonight. Uh, We will have a lot of coverage uh, coming your way, starting with... I'll have an exit interview uh, with uh, the uh, latest person or persons eliminated from the challenge. Uh, We'll be having exit press all season long, and I'll have uh, either Brian or Allie from our challenge wrap up uh, with me for those. And then be on the lookout for uh, Brian and Allie to bring you the full recap of uh, the Challenge USA episode number one uh, coming up on Thursday. Uh, so uh, look for uh, our chief challenge correspondents, Ali Lasher and Brian Cohen, to bring you coverage uh, every single week of the Challenge USA. Of course, make sure you subscribe to everything we're doing for our Big Brother podcast feed. Go to robinswebsite.com slash BB24. Or uh, for all things Robins podcast, go to robinswebsite.com slash subscribe to subscribe to each of our shows feeds uh we have a lot going on for big brother for the patrons of robert's podcast uh this is uh a incredible time to become a patron that's a supporter of robert's podcast uh because uh you get a lot of uh, bonus content uh every single week here during the big brother season uh starting on friday uh taryn and i will be doing the bb q a call-in show uh we will be taking your calls live on friday afternoon talking about uh, the latest going on in the Big Brother house. Uh, there's always a lot of moving parts on a Friday because of the new HOH. So a lot of intrigue going on. Uh, Taryn and I will take your questions uh, live on Fridays. That is only for the patrons of the podcast. And on Monday nights, I will be uh, with you to talk about all the nonsense going on both in the Big Brother house and outside on the slop. Uh, that's the weekly show where I talk about all of the nonsense in the Big Brother world, uh, not to mention uh, the uh, patron 5 for 5 that I do with the First Lady of Podcasting and our Robins Podcast community on Facebook and Discord, including our Robins Podcast Facebook group. Uh, Just some of the benefits you get when you become a patron of Robins Podcast. That's at robinswebsite.com slash patron. And for Premier Week only... We have a great offer for you. Uh, you get two months for free on an annual membership here during premiere week of, uh, of Big Brother 24 at slash patron. So a uh, once a year offer uh, for uh, a annual membership for Robin's Podcast patrons. All right. And then. That's it. Uh, You know where to be. Uh, Make sure you hit the subscribe button here on YouTube if you're watching us live uh, to join us after every single episode of Big Brother. Of course, on Tuesday nights, uh, Taryn, Melissa, and a guest uh, will bring you the BB Roundtable. And then uh, in addition to that, join Taryn every single morning uh, for the live feed update at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. There you go. And that's that. Uh, That's our night one recap. Okay, Melissa, what's coming up for you? This. A lot of this. Yeah, definitely a lot of this. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> good, to ha- good to have you back, Melissa. Uh, Chappelle, what's coming up for you? 
uh, not enough of this. I, I uh, you know, uh, I'm going to leave Big Brother in y'all's hands. And mm-hmm. I, I thank y'all so much for letting me be a guest today. It was fun. Uh, but uh, you and I, Rob, are still covering Netflix shows on Nothing But Netflix. Last yeah. week, we talked about The Man from Toronto with Kirsten McKinnis as our guest. And this week, we will be covering, I think, How to Build a Sex Room on Netflix. Um and I believe we have a potential guest in mind as well. I haven't really talked to you about that yet, but mm-hmm. who you says he'd be down to talk us through how to build a sex room. And so I personally told him no. But brand new home I, improvement series coming to Netflix. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Give him the explanation of that. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so nothing but Netflix. We're talking about all the hard hitting uh, like shows here, you know, uh, from men from Toronto to building sex rooms. Um, and then, of course, every week I'm on the Purple Pants podcast with Bryce Isaiah and Dr. Sharia Lloyd talking about P-Valley season two. And so uh, check me out there or nothing but Netflix, or follow me on Twitter at Chappelle's underscore show, where I am tweeting out the links to the podcast I'm doing and probably talking a lot of trash about Big Brother 24. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Taryn, what's next for you? Uh, what's next for me is I'm going to be back on Twitch in just about an hour when the feeds kick off, uh, watching them as they go live, seeing what happens, reacting in the moment, hanging out, uh, watching with people. So come and join me, twitch.tv slash Taryn Armstrong. Okay. Uh, Very nice to be back here for the kickoff of a big brother season. Thanks everybody uh, who joined us live. And of course, uh, everybody uh, listening after the fact, Uh, it's going to be a fun, what, 84 days or so, Taryn? Do we know? Yes, it's uh, 80 or so days. Yeah, I think it's maybe 80, 81. I don't know. Okay. All right. So thank you so much for uh, joining us and uh, enjoy all of the big brother coming your way. Take care. Have a good one. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.